0: Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. We are in the last section of page 51. Let's get into it. First is answerable. A-N-S-W-E-R-A-B-L-E. It's an adjective from 1536. One is archaic. We have the synonyms suitable and adequate. Two, liable to be called to account responsible is a synonym three is also archaic and we have the synonyms corresponding and similar four capable of being refuted and then a synonym for all definitions is the word responsible answerability is a noun next we have answering machine it's a noun from 1924 i had no idea answering machines were way back in 1924 which was 95 years ago. Jeez. A machine that receives telephone calls by playing a recorded message and usually by recording messages from callers. You young kids today probably don't know what an answering machine is. It's something that I had when I was a kid, and it turns out my grandparents could have theoretically had them as well. Uh, but they were machines that had a very small cassette tape in it. Uh, nowadays, we just say voicemail because you leave a voice message on somebody's cell phone in most cases but we but we had a machine and it had a tape and if you wanted to hear the person's message you would hit play on the tape and it would rewind and sometimes the tape would fill up and you couldn't get a message it, it wouldn't even allow somebody to record a message we lived in such hard times back then all right next we have answering service this is a noun from 1921 a commercial service that answers telephone calls for its clients. Next, we have ant, a n t. It's the first form of two. It's a noun from before the 12th century. Any of a family of colonial hymenopterous insects with a complex social organization and various castes performing special duties. I had trouble with the word hymenopterous. It is spelled h y m e n o. P-T-E-R-O-U-S, and the family name is formicidae or formicidae. We have a phrase that says ants in one's pants. It seems very weird to say that phrase in a very serious tone. Uh, It means impatience for action or activity. Restlessness is a synonym. This is from the Old English amet, A-E-M-E-T-T-E, which is akin to the I I can't remember what that stands for, Old Something German? I think I forgot to look it up. Uh, but the word is Amiza, A-M-E-I-Z-A, and that means ant. Now we have the second form of ant, it's an abbreviation for one, antenna, and two, antonym. Now we have ant again, but it is with a capital A, it's an abbreviation for Antarctica. Now we have a prefix, ant, a-n-t hyphen, and it says see the prefix anti, a-n-t-i, which uh, we are not going to get to that in this episode. And now we have the first form of the suffix, ant. So this is coming at the end of the word, 1a, one that performs a specified action, personal or impersonal agent, as in claimant and coolant, 1b. Thing that promotes a specified action or process, as in expectorant. Two, one connected with, as in annuitant. Three, thing acted upon, in a specified manner, as in inhalant. All of those words sound very weird when they are not in their normal context. Now we have the second form of the ant suffix, 1. Performing a specified action or being in a specified condition, as in somnambulant. 2. Promoting a specified action or process, as in expectorant. Now we have anta, A-N-T-A. This is a noun from 1598, a pier produced by thickening a wall at its termination. This is Latin, and it's akin to the Old norse O-N-D, owned, uh, spelled O-N-D, which means anteroom, A-N-T-E-R-O-O-M. Oh, and there is a picture of an anta. Uh, so the, the picture itself looks like maybe the Parthenon, some old Greek building with columns uh, and a triangular piece above the columns. And it has uh, an A in two places pointing to A couple of sections, one on the left side, one on the right side, which I guess are the anta. So by looking at the definition and looking at the picture, I think what it's saying is that uh, when a wall comes to the end, it gets thickened at the end, and that is called the anta. If you want to know more, go look it up. All right, now we have antacid. It's a noun from 1715, an agent that counteracts or neutralizes acidity. And antacid is also an adjective. Next, we have antian, capital A-N-T-A-E-A-N. It's an adjective from 1782. One, we just have the synonym mammoth. Two, having superhuman strength. And this is from the name Anteus, which is a giant overcome by Hercules. Next, we have antagonism. It's a noun from 1752. 1. Opposition in physiological action, especially interaction of two or more substances, such that the action of any one of them on living cells or tissues is lessened. 2. A. Opposition of a conflicting force, tendency, or principle, as in the antagonism of democracy to dictatorship. 2. B actively expressed opposition or hostility as in antagonism between factions and then we have a synonym see the word enmity e-n-m-i-t-y now we have antagonist it's a noun from 1575 one one that contends with or opposes another synonyms are adversary and opponent two An agent of physiological antagonism as, to A, a muscle that contracts with and limits the action of an agonist with which it is paired, called also antagonistic muscle. So if I'm reading this correctly and uh, from the little bit of knowledge I have on muscles, I believe the biceps, which are on one side of the arm, and the triceps, which are on the other side of the arm, uh, would be antagonistic muscles. Correct me if I'm wrong. 2B, a chemical that acts within the body to reduce the physiological activity of another chemical substance as an opiate, especially one that opposes the action on the nervous system of a drug or a substance occurring naturally in the body by combining with and blocking its nervous receptor. That was a long, long, long sentence. And it says compare to the 2B definition of the word agonist. Next we have antagonistic. It's an adjective from 1632 marked by or resulting from antagonism. Antagonistically is an adverb. Next and last word for this episode is antagonize. A-N-T-A-G-O-N-I-Z-E. It's a verb, transitive verb in fact, From circa 1742, 1. To act in opposition to. Synonym is counteract. 2. To incur or provoke the hostility of, as in his criticism antagonized his friends. This is from the Greek word, let's see if I can pronounce it, antagonisthai. That is from combining anti plus agonisthai, which means to struggle. And that is from agon, or agon, which means contest, or contest. And there's more at the word agony. And for the word of the episode, I'm going to pick our little friend the ant. And I'm just going to tag on the wonderful phrase, ants in one's pants. And that reminds me of a James Brown song. I don't remember which one it is. I will try and think of it and look it up and put a link in the episode description. But in the song, he sings, I got ants in my pants and I need to dance. I got ants in my pants and I need to dance. And I always just love that line. All right, that's the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer reading you the dictionary. Goodbye.